The Poco Palace is powered by Stroud Media, providing fiber internet to the Stroudsburg and East Stroudsburg areas. Find us online at stroudmedia.com. Stroud Media, powered by Planet Networks. Michael Marino has been the mayor of Stroudsburg now for just several months. He's here this morning to give us the latest on what's going on in the borough of Stroudsburg. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Good to see you again, my friend. As always. Now, how long have you been mayor now? Since December 6th, I was appointed by the Stroudsburg Borough Council, so we're moving on to about seven months now. What do you know now that you didn't know then, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> you, learn- you must be learning a lot. I'm learning that I'm extremely accessible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, anyone can reach out to me about big and small issues within our town. Now, you'll be running for election, is it November? Correct. And then how long is the term if you should get in there? I'll be finishing out our previous mayor's term, Tara Prost, and it'll be two years. Gotcha. All right. Now, the town has seen a lot of new business coming in. I think we got an arcade here now. I think that's very cool. It's exciting. (laughs) Pinball Arcade. Very, very cool. It's very nostalgic. I can't wait to go. There's there's a new chicken place. Uh, What can you tell me about new businesses coming into the area here? Well, you know, I hate to bring up the word, but during COVID, business was extremely slow and permits were, uh, you know, people were unsure whether they're going to be a feasible business. But we knew coming out of COVID that these storefronts that were empty were going to be filled. Uh Um, So we're really excited to see that we're we're losing some of the blight in our town and filling it up with some good business. What do you know about this apartment building that they're supposed to build right around the corner here? Do you know anything about that? They've been talking about that for quite some time. So uh, the property management company asked for an extension on their permit. So they have another year uh, to make their choice or decision. Does it come down to supplies and the cost of supplies, do you think? Or what do you know? Everything has doubled, tripled in price. Yeah. If that's what the deal is with that. What about Ann Street Park? It's looking good there. Isn't it great? Oh, it was packed for Father's Day. Uh-huh. Um, Brian Ace and his team over in the Public Works Department did a phenomenal job. Um, the decking looks great. The stamped concrete, new lighting, um, new landscaping. Um, it's just come together really well. Is that all done now? Is that completed or is there uh, more work to be it's, done there? There's cosmetic work. So it looks a little rough around the edges once the guys get in there. Um, and they'll they'll spruce it up real nice. All right. What do you know about the courthouse? Do you know when that's going to be open? That is scheduled to be completed in the summer of it 2024 is. or spring of 2024. Oh, they got a whole other year yet. Yeah. That's a big building. It is. But the, the exterior, as everyone can see, is almost completed. And once the exterior is done, that'll clean up a lot of the road closures, you know, the parking that's missing, yeah. and they'll move all of their um, logistics inside. You know what they say about Manhattan? When they finish it, it's going to be great, right? And, <laughs> and, and when, I, when I drive around Stroudsburg, yeah. that's what I've been thinking lately, that they've been chopping up sidewalks around here. We had a gas leak uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And, but, the, but at the heart of it all, Mike, is that mm-hmm. the borough and the town just keeps growing and growing, and that's Absolutely. a good thing, right? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, it's... The borough itself, actually, and I'll put this PSA out of <laughs> um, entrance to the borough building will be from the rear yes. for a short period of time as we will be redoing <laughs> our sidewalk uh, in front of our borough building because it's getting all cracked up and lumpy. All right. Is it too early to talk about Stratfest? Is that, is that in September? It's never too early to start promoting all for right. events here in Strasbourg. I mean, we have phenomenal uh, Pride Festival, a phenomenal Juneteenth Festival, yeah. and I will only assume Stroudfest will be even bigger and better as it always is. And that's going to be in September, right? Yeah, yes. You close down the streets for that, too. 
All of Strasbourg, we hope. <laughs> what do you know about the Shimsa pub there? They were doing some work there. There was a crane on a corner there yesterday and Monday, I think. We're just happy that our businesses are investing in themselves and keeping the facades and storefronts in the best shape they possibly can. So if the borough can help by closing some parking spots for them so they can stage some equipment, we're happy to do so. How, how involved do you get with stuff like that? Are there permits to be... To be filled out, do you, uh, so, you get involved or not really? Michael? No, that would be our zoning office. Right, right. Uh, you know, we try to keep it separate. So uh, zoning and the borough uh, council are are done separately. I got an official proclamation here that Michael <laughs> wrote for us back in April when we went on the air. It is uh, certified by, I guess, Lawrence Coop, right? Yeah, the our borough, borough manager. manager. And you sign it, and I got to thank you for that very, very much. No problem, Gary. Let, let me ask you this. Now, now that you're mayor and you, you're holding a public office— you must be getting a taste of that sort of life, hanging out with more politicians maybe than ever before. Are you starting to think, hey, maybe a future in in public office is is the way I should go? Do you think about that? Well, uh, my you know, being mayor, although it is a full time job, it is not a my full time job. Right. I, I work at East Strasburg University, which does afford me an opportunity to go back to school for no cost to my own. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So it is my goal to get my master's degree in public administration. So I guess you could say uh, the way my trajectory is heading, a student with a biology and chemistry degree that ended up working within business and now mayor of a town, it's clearly showing <laughs> uh, that it's very likely. You have a biology, just say you're, you're a biology major? Yeah. I know. I was just so heavily involved in extracurriculars like student senate and running clubs that I just, you know, my passion lied there, not in biology. Did you grow up around here? I did, yeah. And you went to high school where? East Strasburg South uh-huh. and MCTI. Wait, what did your parents do? My father was an entrepreneur. He had his own business. He no longer does, though. Um, and my mother is a dialysis technician. Over one of the hospitals here? Uh, so she recently just moved here, which I'm very grateful for. Right. Um, but she was in the Bronx River Nephron Care. There we go. Are you, do you have any brothers and sisters? I have an older brother. He lives in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area. What does he do? He is a heavy machinery operator. All right. Yeah. Tell me about your job at ESU. What do you do over there, Michael? Manager of the Entrepreneurial Leadership Center over for the Department of Economic Development and Entrepreneurship. So what does that all mean? That's a mouthful, man. <laughs> it, it is a bit of a long uh, a title, but uh, one I'm very grateful for because I get to work with the students on a firsthand basis. I'm mm-hmm. the advisor to the Entrepreneurship Club, um, hopeful advisor to the uh, Pride Club in the future. Um, but what essentially what the office does is help students start businesses in hopes that they will end up having a business within our business accelerator program, which is a grant funded through the state and helps businesses kind of get a leg up in the first eight years when they're trying to be successful. Are there a lot of undergrads who want to start a business? Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, ESU is known in the Pashi Startup Challenge, the Pashi Startup Challenge being where all 14 schools in the state school system compete against each other um, for a $10,000 grand prize oh, is that right? for whomever has the most, best business idea. Um, and ESU has had four first place winners. Uh, two second-place winners, and one third-place winner. So what do they got to do? Go, write an essay about So, um, yeah, there's round one. It's a two-minute business pitch via video, and that gets judged. Round two is a business venture profile, or kind of like, you know, you're writing out um, just 
the finances, the resources your business would need to succeed. And that gets reviewed. And then round three is live on television on PCN in Harrisburg. So what sort of businesses are, are students coming up with? I'm, I'm interested in this. E-commerce is a big E-commerce. one. E-commerce. Um, you know, we have our Tick Lab and one of our businesses within the business accelerator created the um, Tick Check so an easy way to get ticks to the tick lab. He actually created a, he, he saw a niche in the market, a discrepancy. Tick created check. something. Yeah, tick check. Uh, another person uh, created uh, arts and crafts for the cricket. You know, you always have all these clippings from your cricket. If you're creating shirts and stuff, you have some, you need somewhere to put them. And like the static electricity gets them stuck to you. So it's, it's easy for that. <laughs> um, our most recent one um, cool. is Blitz Performance Fishing. Um, so he creates baits, and he has this new novel idea that, unfortunately, I can't really talk about because it's not patented uh, yet. Easy, easy. Um, but also, right here in our very town, Eric Deemer was our first place winner um, with Might's Flight. And, he's uh, a bee guy. He's the bee man, yes. And he and he just won the office or something. Is he running for something? He hasn't won yet, but he is running, yes. All right, he, 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 won, he won the primary. I believe so. Talk to me about this tick program over at ESU. It is the largest and only tick program on the east coast of the U.S. There are only four in the United States, and we have one right here at East Chasler University. Um, so you, as a Pennsylvania resident, you can send your tick, whether it's on you <laughs> or, or a family pet, right in um, to the tick check, and they'll check it for Lyme disease. Um, and this way you'll be able to tell little, your— Little ticks yep, now. Yep. They go, Hardly the size of a piece of rice. Mm-hmm. They extract the DNA and they scramble it and do whatever <laughs> the biologists do. And um, they'll let you know if your tick came back for Lyme disease. And then you can tell your healthcare provider faster than your healthcare provider can tell you if you have Lyme disease. Because usually you have to wait for the ring to ex- be on your arm for you to know. Oh, but this way, they'll just... Let's get the tech and see if it has Lyme disease. I had President Long on here a couple of weeks ago. You briefly mentioned this. This is a free service too, isn't it? Absolutely, to Pennsylvania residents. But Pennsylvania anyone from residents. outside of Pennsylvania can send the tick in and pay a nominal fee. Wow. I didn't know there's so much going on with ticks yeah. down the block there at ESU. Absolutely. And that's cool about the businesses then because you meet a lot of kids who are really on the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's, it's great to see the entrepreneurial spirit in some of them. Do most of them carry on through and open these businesses and get them going as far as you know? Or Absolutely. Are they we really have, an idea? The ones that tend to win the Apache Startup Challenge are a little bit are much more flushed through and they're actively working on that business. For example, our most recent one, Blitz Performance Technologies. Um, you know, he's in five different states already. He's in 30 different stores already selling his baits. So he Great. already had the market share for his new patented idea to go out to. So the seed money, this $10,000 he won, is going to go to the research and development of this new product. It's like Shark Tank at exactly. East Transfer University. Exactly, yes. All right, Mayor Michael Moreno, my guest this morning. We'll uh, take a quick break here and come back with more Michael. All right, Gary C. here with the mayor, the esteemed mayor of Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, Michael Moreno this morning. Now, off the air, we were talking about Something that you're installing in Courthouse Square now to yes, uh, yes, make traffic a little easier. Safety bollards. Bollards. And we're That's gonna... a new word for me. Yeah.
<laughs> and we want to thank the Pocono Mountain Visitors Bureau for their beautification impact grant that, that we received to make this purchase possible. But essentially, as how do you, every- get, how do you get one of those grants? You got to take Chris out for lunch. How, do, <laughs> how, does, that, how does that start? <laughs> Thankfully, they started this great program last year, and you know they almost got rid of all the allocated funds. Oh. So you know we're happy to you know free money. We want it, and it's if it's going to impact our area in a positive way to increase tourism, they're happy. So these safety bollards are here to protect our uh, residents and business owners when we're hosting these major events in center of town. And they'll stop a vehicle going up to 35 miles per hour from entering that courthouse square. What is it, a big piece of concrete that goes into the ground? Is it, that what it is? So it's a, a stainless steel sleeve. Stainless steel sleeve. At least on the outside. I don't know what the inside's right. made of. But it looks pretty from the outside. Um, and they get locked in place. So they are removable when there's regular traffic. But during event day, they weigh 100 pounds. We're going to get the public works folks to come out and install them in. Um, and yeah, we'll increase our safety for our for our events. So they're going around the circle there, huh? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Concerts in the square, man. Every Thursday night. Absolutely. Uh, Flying blind couldn't play because that was the week that the smoke yeah. was so horrible. I was, was that awful or what? I mean, I'm outside of my backyard and I'm saying, well, there must be a fire in the neighborhood. Like, I hope there. Well, I thought the Route 33 yeah. fire was yeah. like, man, that must then, be a bad fire. <laughs> you turn on the news, yeah. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was it? All right, so a Deerhead Inn's Jazz Jam already happened. Young Lion, the reggae sounds of Young Lion every Thursday from 6 to 8 in the Joe Cerati Trio on June 29th. Who, who pays these bands, Michael? How, how does that work? So we actually receive funds from the Monroe County Commissioners. The entire county receives funds from the Monroe County Commissioners, and everyone gets a different allocated amount um, determined by the commissioners. Um, and this money comes from our hotel tax dollars. So it's here to increase tourism, to beautify our streets, just to keep traffic moving through our town. So we use those funds and we partner with the Go Collaborative. And we do fun events like this. We do Halloween on Main. We right. do the Snowmen. All those, all these different fun activities that you see the borough doing. It's in collaboration with Go Collaborative and we make things very fun like this. Every Thursday night from six to eight, free music for you and your family. You bring your blankets and chairs. It's a, it's a, it's a fun thing. Uh, what did I write down here? Beautification, the safety bullards. Who do you, you know? But I want to ask you this, Michael, because mm. you've been mayor now for just several months. Who do you turn to for advice? Oof. It depends. <laughs> it depends on the topic conversation, <clears throat> but Tara, you know, our previous mayor would know it best. She was mayor for seven years. And clearly, clearly learned something because she became our state representative. Yeah. Um, and she is someone I always turn to for advice. But it's not just her. Um, I also turn to Rosemary Brown, our senator. You know, I used to turn to Mario Scavello as well. I also look to Maureen Madden on a lot of issues. Um, we have a great collaboration of politicians here at Monarch County. Yeah. And Overall, we usually get along. Um, you know, Commissioner Christie is always a great guy too. Um, but a lot of the, because uh, you know, I used to be a, I used to schlep a lot of the hard work in my previous uh, jobs at the Pocono Chamber. So I made really good friends with the chief of staffs. So Mackenzie Strunk, uh, Christine Bush, Erica McCabe. Um, you know. Uh, there's there's just a lot of people you can actually turn to here. Now, in town. There are regular council meetings, right? One of those, Michael. Those are the first and third Tuesdays of every month at 7 p.m., and you can either tune in via Zoom or you can head up in person to the borough building. What have you been discussing these days? Any, is there any pressing topics right now? Any challenges for Stroudsburg? You might want to. You know, uh, our dumpster ordinance was a challenge, but we just got the AOK from GFL to start painting them artistically. 
Um, so yes, dumpsters are not pretty to look at, um, and we wanted to you know cover them up if they were in the line of sight and the right of way of a lot of the roads. But now we have an opportunity to once again partner with Go Collaborative um, and to beautify our downtown by painting them, working with the Boy Scouts or any type of other arts um, community who wants to take a crack at painting a dumpster. All right, Michael Moreno, what is the Stroudsburg website, Mike, if people want to get more involved with local politics? What is that? Borough of Stroudsburg? Stroudsburg Borough, but Borough spelled B-O-R-O. When, when do you get serious about running for re-election? Are you going to have lawn signs and, and the whole nine yards and everything, <laughs> and hopefully radio advertising, Mike? I mean, I've, <laughs> if I... If I am not elected, then I'll only be mayor for a short period of time. And albeit, I am sure going to have a yard signed if I can't just have it posted up on my wall at some point. Um, but yes, I, I think everyone needs some time to enjoy the summer. We've, we're always seeing the yard signs on the side of the road and it's, you know, and them, the news and the radio. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to hear it from me. You just enjoy your summer. <laughs> You'll see our yard signs, I'm sure, come September. And that's a Tuesday in November, right, when people have to vote. Is it the first? I believe it's like November first, 7th. Like the second Tuesday in November. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's good to see you again. You man. as well. You as well. Thank working you, Gary. Hard. You got to work it hard. <laughs> Happy to see that. Michael Moreno, the mayor of Stroudsburg on Poco 103, in my little town. Next Wednesday, the mayor of Portland, Heather Fisher. Do you know Heather, Mike? Uh, we so we have a mayors and township officials dinner every year. And oh, you the, do? We do, and um, I feel for uh, our Delaware Water Gap mayor, our Portland mayor. You know, six eleven being shut down. We need to get oh, that open. Man, I like Brozuski a lot. Yeah, he's a great guy too. <laughs> Everyone's good. <laughs> <laughs> Heather Fisher next Wednesday. This is Poco one hundred three. Thanks, Mike. My little town always brought to you every Wednesday by President Seipel and everybody over at St. Luke's University Health Network. I'm going to thank them for making this portion of the show possible. They're online at sluhn.org. Your lottery tickets are coming up at seven thirty here on Poco one hundred three.